Welcome to the Kingsman Podcast, brought to you by ACF Forge Men's Ministry. In this podcast, we dig into the Bible using SOAP notes. Now, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. A great way to get a little more out of your daily study. So let's dive in and see what God's got for us. What's your rap name, Dan? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Deuteronomy Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid to say anything, it may stick. Mm, mm, well, I think that one might. So, <laughs> oh, geez. All right, welcome back to the cast. So, today we got uh, Dan and Johnny and myself, Brandon, um, going through our soap for you today. So, boys, where are we at? What are we doing? Uh, second, second Corinthians 12 9. Second Corinthians 12 9. I think that's right. Yep. Second Corinthians twelve nine. Cool. All right, John, you want to read that for us? Yeah. So this is the ESV version. But he said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me." Second Corinthians twelve nine. Mm. Thank you, Johnny. All right, let's uh, open this up. Anybody got dibs? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're going first, Dan. Uh, it sounds <laughs> like I just stepped up. Um, so my observation part was around really that my grace is sufficient for you. Mm. Mm. So <sighs> there's so much packed into this and such a simple concept. Right. Well, that's where I was starting off with, you know, my grace is sufficient for you. And that's, those are Jesus's words. He's telling us the second half of that is for my power is made perfect in weakness, Mm. you know, and then Paul adds to boasting more gladly of his weakness that the power of Christ may rest upon me. But just the, the first two parts, you know, Paul's going through some struggles right now earlier in the chapter mm-hmm. he's talking about the thorn and yeah. wanting that to go away and jesus is saying that that's not going away hmm. right and that applies to us life today there's pains there's trials or struggles they're not going away yeah but his grace is sufficient hmm. right so it for me it takes my eyes off of the pain whether it's the thorn or arthritis or whatever the pain is in your life just take your eyes off of that to the grace of Christ hmm. and that his power in our weakness is perfect. Podcast over. It's pretty humbling, <laughs> right? I mean, it's like, wow. I mean, it's, and I think it's similar to some of the other podcasts we've done. I think we did one on James counted all as joy. First Timothy talking about running the race and the struggles. Yeah. So I kind of pulled back into the first part of that verse. You're talking about the thorn and just the trials he was going through and just the gut-wrenching plea to take that away. If he's asking for that to be taken away, that had to be something that was big. Hmm. That had to be something that was that just tore his heart apart, tore his soul apart. So then I, I go think about who Paul is. 
he even admitted that how he was, you know, that chief of Pharisees, he was the, the, the best of the best when it comes to the Judaism. He was completely anti everything Christian, right? So there was some pride there. Paul was definitely, I'm sure, at one point a very proud man, going from Saul to Paul. Saul is the name, I think it means prayed for or something like that. It's a very like prominent name, right? And then Paul means small one. He went from a very proud state to this humble state. And I wonder if that thorn was something that was put there to keep him humble. Well, and it says that uh, earlier, it says, to keep me from being conceited. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think I was just reading a couple of passages above, and it's just amazing how relevant the Bible is to today. Paul's message, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that he should, that it should leave me. And Christ's answer was not, no, I'm going to take it away, or yes, I'll take it away. No, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. He didn't even really address it. He just said, my grace is sufficient. Yeah. And it's, it's just, for me, it's take your eyes off your problems, put your eyes on Christ, mm. because my grace is sufficient yeah. to get you through it. Mm. And yeah, for me, I've focused in on the fact that there's perfect strength in absolute weakness. Without our weakness, his grace wouldn't be as mighty as it is. Because if we could kind of do it, if we could kind of get to heaven on our own, we could, but really we kind of, you know, it's, mm-hmm. he's going to do 90% of it, but we could if we push hard enough. Then what kind of power is that? What kind of grace is that? What kind of glory for God is that? What kind of glory is that? Mm. Like his grace is perfect in that weakness. Right. Because we can't do it. Because we can't. Mm. That's that's good. And throughout the Bible, there's so many times where, where God used someone who was weak. I think Gideon. He kept bringing him down and bringing him down to he could not do it. There's no way Gideon should have won. Joshua. He literally walked around a city that should have been impossible, a city that should not have been able to be sieged, and God destroyed that city. David, are you kidding me? Right. Shepherd boy. A shepherd boy takes out the biggest, strongest, baddest dude on the other team. Time and time again, God uses weakness and pulls amazingness out of it, shows his power through it. And somehow we tend to feel like we have to have some sort of strength. And we do. It's the strengthening of our faith, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... I guess my thought was different kind of strength. We tend to think we have to have the strength instead of the surrendering into our weakness and knowing that if we give that up, we give up the control, we have victory. Yeah. I was just trying to say it is, you know, in our weakness... That strengthens our faith, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's the strength that we get yeah. out of Not physical, not I'm going to endure, but enduring the weakness or enduring the challenge strengthens our faith. Mm. I was looking at that, and my observation was, and it was mainly building from listening to you guys talk, but um, this is a pretty radical verse in our culture today, because I think I think this is a good verse that makes us feel good, like when we're really facing an illness 
or when we're really having a big trial, we can lean back on this verse to, to give us some faith and hope. But really, this verse is, should be applicable in all situations. <laughs> I was mm. just thinking, can you imagine a football coach using a, a verse like this or some variant to try to fire up his team? It's like he'd be saying, you guys can't play football. You're a weak team, but we're going to go out and trust in the Lord's strength and we're going to prevail. You know, that team would not probably be too... Pepped up for that, right? <laughs> and so, but that's exactly what he's saying here. It's like, you know, I think as humans and especially as guys, we go out and we place a real strong emphasis on our strength, whether it's actual mm-hmm. physical strength or brain power or just our smarts at doing whatever, whether it's uh, being a lawyer or being a welder or construction worker. You know, we glory in our skills and our strengths. And when it comes to weaknesses, we don't like to talk about them as much. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, unless we're forced to, and then, but this verse, this is really even in moments when we're feeling strong and healthy and wise, we should be leaning back on the Lord and just letting Him Him take over. And one of the observations I made was that Christ's power in my weakness is way better than me and my strengths alone. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. I think that's a very countercultural thing nowadays. Is that glory in her weakness, because uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'd, I'd much rather prefer to lean on my strengths most of the time than my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, I read a commentary where uh, they focused in on, for when I am weak, then I am strong. It says, what a triumph. What can the world do to such a man so firm in the grip of Jesus? God did not allow this thorn in the flesh to punish Paul or to keep him weak. For the sake of weakness, God allowed it to show divine strength in Paul. And Johnny, I think you're absolutely right. We we want to focus on, or no, we don't want to focus on our weakness. We want to push through it. We want to fix. We want to be manly. Mm. Think of a, a little boy or back when you were six. It was bad to show weakness, especially in front of a parent, mm-hmm. right? You wanted to be tough. You wanted to be, you know, like the the superheroes you saw on TV or whatever that is, right? You wanted to have some grit. You wanted to be strong. Don't cry in front of your friends. All those things. Like it's ingrained in our culture. You need to be strong. Don't be weak. You think as somebody who's gone through trauma, whether it's mental abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, be strong. Mm Grit your teeth. Get through it. I saw a friend, friend's kid. And they were, it was just a little conversation. It wasn't anything bad. It wasn't like this kid was getting ridiculously punished. It was like, it was something like, don't leave your coat on the floor. And this kid's sitting there with his teeth crunched, clenched, and his fists clenched, just angry, just mm, don't show emotion. Mm-hmm. Don't be weak. Right. I think that's unfortunately a lot of the message that we've got, particularly over the, in our culture over the last several decades. It's like guys are not supposed to show weakness, and they're just supposed to suck it up and be tough and, and go on. And now, finally, I think in, in, in the last 10 years, you're starting to see a more openness in our culture about, hey, it's okay to admit your weaknesses because through that you can get healing and, and counseling. And especially in the Christian uh, atmosphere, you turn those weaknesses over to God. You know, when was this written? I mean, this was like 2,000 years old almost, and this wisdom's been around forever, and it seems like we have to keep rediscovering this. Right. Mm. So what's your application, guys? Mine, I kind of focused on the second half of the verse. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, 
so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So my application was, you know, to, to be aware and to be okay with my weaknesses, but to always rest upon and, and seek the Lord, you know, through those weaknesses. I think it's kind of what you were saying, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay to recognize them and be aware of them, right? The more you're aware of them, you can navigate through that. Get healing. Get healing, but then is also, you know, eyes on Christ and focusing on His grace is sufficient. <laughs> That's all mm-hmm. I need. Yeah. My application was similar to that. You know, I was looking at how he was saying he will boast all the more gladly of his weaknesses. And, you know, that's a powerful witness. You know, for me, my natural state is I want to find whatever I'm strong at and brag about that. Oh, look at Johnny. He is so <clears throat> good looking or, you know, something like that. You know? <laughs> Johnny, you're wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat. <laughs> but, but how powerful is it? You know, we're called to be witnesses. And how powerful is it when we admit our weaknesses and willing to share those and, and, and also share how Christ has led us to victory through those weaknesses? Yeah. And that becomes a powerful testimony, suddenly not about us, but about the power of Jesus and the power of uh, Christ that lives within us, you know? And it's like, I really have to be conscious and work on that just to keep my own ego at bay. And I guess that comes to surrendering to Him daily. Mm -hmm. And when we do that and we're willing to boast about our weaknesses, that's such a powerful witness for Him. Right. True. So good. For me, I wrote down, don't dwell on my weakness, but live boldly in it through Christ. Instead of dwelling on something and and getting stuck in in, in the mire and the muck Mm -hmm. and just frustrated because of a weakness... That tends to breed anger and bitterness, but realizing that that weakness is where the victory comes from, because without Christ, I will be stuck. And giving that over, I think, like you said, like giving that over, my weakness is His triumph. Right. That's so. good. Man, it's a it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the the overall themes kind of strength and. It's kind of funny when you think about it, because as part of that strength, we have to come to terms with our weakness in order to get the true strength. And that seems... Mm. uh, So counterintuitive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, even from day one, like Adam and Eve wanted to be, have the strength, have the power. And from from the... where it got us. Yeah. From the fall of man, we continuously want to push against authority, push against what we should be focusing on. It's just, mm-hmm. it's doesn't line up with human nature. I guess that's part of why uh, repentance is to change your, your mind on something, to change your view, like completely go a hundred, uh, uh, 180 and go a different direction. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and how much easier it would be on all this. If we, as people were not too quick to judge other people's weaknesses I think sometimes we're guilty about creating that atmosphere where people are afraid to admit their weaknesses is because we have a tendency to judge it. And we don't think we do, Mm. but there's always, you know, it's like there's some weaknesses we think are okay. It's like, well, I can relate to that weakness. I'm okay with that. But, oh, look at that guy. That that guy has a weakness for fill in the blank, drugs, alcohol, pornography, whatever. Mm. And so we have a tendency to, or greed, you know, oh, that that guy's greedy. We have a tendency to judge that. And not maybe not create an atmosphere in our churches where people can really talk about that and say, "Hey, this is my weakness." Hmm. Right. Well, that's not convicting at all. 
right? <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's. I think Brian preached on it last week, or the speck in the eye versus the log in my own. Right. Right. We're so quick, and uh, we don't look in the mirror quick enough. Yeah. You know. Mm. Good stuff. Dan, would you pray for us? Yeah, you bet. Dear Lord, I thank you so much for these guys. Uh, thank you for this opportunity for us to to soap your your words, um, to learn from each other. Lord, I, I just pray that anybody listening to this realizes that your grace is sufficient and your power is perfect. And you are what we need in our weakness. We are what we need in our challenges, uh, whether that's loneliness, uh, just any of these worldly troubles that come our way to keep our eyes focused on you, Christ. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As always, guys, uh, hit us up on Facebook. We have uh, social media for Forge Men's Ministry at ACF Church. And whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it's iTunes, Google, Stitcher, whatever it is, uh, subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, and most importantly, share the podcast. Get it out there to somebody who may need to hear this. So, all right, boys. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Thank you.